Welcome to On the House, a podcast focusing on home ownership and the home buying process. On the House is brought to you by the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation, otherwise known as TSHAC, a nonprofit that provides down payment assistance to help make home buying easier and more affordable. I'm Janelle Levesque. And I'm Sarah Eleanor. And I'm Frank Duplichan. And, and together, together, we make up the home ownership team at T-Shack and your host for the On the House podcast. Well, hello and welcome to T-Shack's On the House. For those of you listening for the very first time, T-Shack's On the House podcast is focused on home ownership with various episodes touching on everything from buying your first home all the way to paying off your home and everything in between. Today's episode focuses on a question that, quite frankly, all potential home buyers should be asking themselves. And that question is, you know, is it better to buy or to rent? I'm Janiella Beck, T-Shack's Homeownership Programs Director and your host for today's segment. Joining me today is Courtney Johnson-Rose. Courtney is a real estate developer and broker for George E. Johnson Properties in Houston. And she's also a member of the Houston Land Bank and the Houston Association of Realtors and serves as first vice president of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers. We're also actually very fortunate to have her expertise as a member of T-Shack's board of directors. Welcome, Courtney, and thank you so much for joining me today. You know, we can't think of a more qualified expert to help us educate Texas families on how to decide if buying a home is in their best interest. Well, thank you so much for that warm introduction. I am really excited to be here today and so looking forward to the discussion on the benefits of both buying and renting and hopefully helping potential home buyers decide which option is the best for them. Great, Courtney. Thank you. So let's just go ahead and jump right in and kick this segment off with, uh, actually, can you go ahead and provide a quick overview of some of the benefits of buying and owning your own home? Sure. So first off, let me just say that there are so many financial benefits. Um, If a person has the opportunity to purchase a home, there is just so many benefits associated with it. First off, paying rent is money that you will never see again, Uh, but paying a mortgage can help you build equity over time. I always tell clients that a well-bought home is like a savings account. Secondly, your rent will also go up over time. There's something in life that's called inflation. That's just natural. And that happens. So as a renter, you have very little control over the future payments. Um, As a homeowner, though, you do have control over the princess, excuse me, over the principal and interest payments that will remain constant um, if you have a fixed rate mortgage. Thirdly, the value of your home can increase over time. If I was in person, I would say everyone say equity. Um, because in addition to the equity that you build through making your house payments, depending upon the market, what you buy for $200,000 today, for example, could sell for $260,000 plus down the road. And let's not forget about the tax benefits. You can deduct mortgage interest as well as your property taxes on your um, income tax statement. But there are other benefits to owning a home beyond just the 
uh, financial benefits also. Unlimited freedom to customize your living space. You can decorate or make any changes uh, to the home that you wish. Or other examples is if you enjoy gardening, gardening or other outdoor activities. This, your home allows you that opportunity to really take advantage of the pride of home ownership. Stats show that children that grow up in homes do better in a school. Uh, citizens that are homeowners take better care of their communities. So there's just so many benefits to home ownership, and I hope that everyone's able at some point in their life to take advantage of it. That's great, Courtney. I, I can't agree with you more. And actually, for me personally, the main benefit is being able to customize my living space and decorate the way I want to. And and I'm an avid gardener, so I really appreciate being able to invest in my own yard versus my landlord's yard. <laughs> uh, now that you've provided an overview of those main benefits of owning a home, let's move on to the benefits of renting because Quite frankly, owning a home is a huge responsibility and it isn't really right for everyone. So would you mind talking a little bit about some of the situations in which it makes more sense to rent? Yes, that's that's a great point and you're totally right. Owning a home isn't for everyone at the same time. Timing is really, really, really key in regards to making the decision to to purchase. And the last thing that you want to do is buy a home if you aren't ready or when it doesn't make sense financially. So with that said, there are some situations in which it can make more sense at that time to actually rent. First, renting allows you to test drive, if you will, different neighborhoods before committing. This is particularly helpful if you are new to an area or to a city and you don't know exactly where you want to live and you want to make sure that you make the right decision when you purchase. Uh, second, you also need to consider how long you plan to live in your home. If you think the move may be um, uh, temporary, maybe in the next couple of years, uh, you may need to move out of the city or out of the country. It may make more sense in that temporary situation to rent rather than own. Another example of a situation that it may, may make more sense to rent is if you're uncertain about your future income. A house payment is a big commitment. Um, and if you're in the industry where it's, it has layoffs or um, the environment is not stable or you're working contract work or something of that nature, it may not make sense at that particular time. It may be better to wait until things become more stable with your income. And finally, it may make more sense to rent temporarily if your credit score is is low. Um, how your credit re is reported makes a big difference on your interest rate, the loan type, and things of that nature that could be negatively affected by a low credit score, which means your monthly payment would be higher. So it may make sense to work on, on your credit in order to put yourself in a better position when you do purchase a home and get into a long-term commitment. Great, Courtney. Thank you. Uh, those are some great examples. One thing that we haven't talked about yet is home repairs. Um, can you talk a little bit about what a potential home buyer should expect to budget for home repairs and how can that influence the decision to buy or rent? 
Yes, there are several factors that can influence how much you can expect to spend on home repair items. Most importantly, a big consideration is how old your home is and how well it was maintained by the previous owners. In general, you can expect to pay 1% to 3% of your home's value every year for the maintenance. So say, for example, if you pay $200,000 for your home, you can reasonably expect to pay between $2,000 and $6,000 every year for repairs and maintenance to that property. I know that seems like a lot, uh, but there's ways that you can offset that through home warranties and things of that nature. But in general, you do need to be at a point and be prepared for a few hundred dollars um, on a month or quarterly basis for unexpected home repairs. And if you're not there, then you need to consider getting there as you prepare for home ownership. Outside of the cost, though, you also have to be prepared for the time and energy that repairs, regular house maintenance, et cetera, take. Um, when, oftentimes when I talk to uh, renters that want to become homeowners, one of the things that they've loved about renting is the the ease of it. Um, and if they're one that does not like to do a lot of maintenance and things of that nature, you know, we may recommend a newer property to them to try to offset as much unexpected repairs as possible. But if you're at the point where you where you have the money, the time, the energy to handle repairs and and uh, maintenance, then you're probably uh, in a situation where you should move forward with home ownership. If you feel like you aren't there yet, then you should probably continue renting until you can adjust your financial situation to be ready for home ownership. Great. Thank you. I, I think that um, that's a lot of really good information for our listeners. And I think this is actually a re really good time to interject because you brought up a good point that I think is important for folks to know. And that is, it's really important to have money in the bank after you close on your home for any repairs okay. that might come up. Uh, you don't want to use all of your available savings and your down payment and closing costs. And then soon after moving in, have some unexpected repair. Uh, I think that using a down payment assistance program is really a great way to purchase a home without using all of your available savings toward that down payment and closing cost. And actually, T-Shack provides up to 5% of your loan amount as a grant or a deferred forgivable second lien, which is a real fancy term for a loan that turns into a grant as long as you don't sell or refinance for, the, for three years. And some of T-Shack's options will completely cover your down payment requirement as well as some of your closing costs. So you can put more of your money uh, toward your savings uh, for repairs instead of your down payment. And I know from personal experience and from a coworker recently who just purchased a home, he, he closed on his home and used T-Shack's down payment assistance. And shortly after moving in, his water softener went out and he had to replace the water softener. So he was thankful he had money left in the bank. But you also mentioned home warranties. And I think that's important that a home buyer make sure that they have a home warranty for some of those unforeseen expenses as well. But with all of that said, Courtney, you know, what would you recommend to a potential home buyer that is trying to decide if they should buy or continue renting? 
Well, excellent question, and I'm so glad that you mentioned the TSHAC down payment assistance programs that can make all the difference in the world. But I recommend anyone debating whether or not to buy a home to ask themselves these questions. Number one, how long do you plan to live in the home? With closing costs, et cetera, you typically have to live in the home between five to seven years to get yourself in a positive financial situation. Uh, so think about, is your job likely to transfer you? Do you expect your family size to to uh, change uh, before you outgrow the home? Uh, do you get bored and like to move every couple of years and you change cities? If your answer is yes to any of these questions, then you really need to consider, uh, is this the right time to purchase? Number two, what are home prices doing in your area? Talk to a realtor about realistic expectations for home prices in your community, which could help you determine if and when to buy a home. Increasing home prices are great. It could mean increased equity and value and appreciation, but it also means higher property taxes, which could make your monthly payment go go up. So it's always good when you do make the decision to uh, buy, to buy in a budget in a range that is manageable, um, and you have some some flexibility to go up based upon taxes and insurance. Number three, how is your credit? Is your credit in good good shape? Uh, you can estimate what your credit score is for free using online services like Credit Karma, but we also recommend that you talk to a nonprofit housing counselor. They can help you determine if your credit is where it needs to be and if not, recommend steps for improving it. And before you make the final decision on moving forward with your purchase, we definitely recommend taking a formal homebuyer education class. In fact, all home buyers using TSHAC's down payment assistance have to show proof that they've taken homebuyer education before closing on their loan. And you can find a list of these courses online and in person at www.texasfinancialtoolbox.com. Number four, consider if you have an emergency fund. We typically recommend that you have three to six months of expenses saved for emergencies as you as you pursue the process of purchasing a home. If you don't have that amount saved yet, please make that the focus as you look to move towards home ownership. Number five, does your income support a mortgage payment? You can talk to a lender to see how much house you can afford, and it's very important that while a lender may tell you that you qualify for a little bit more, we recommend that your mortgage payments typically be no more than 25 to 30% of your take-home income. And this will leave you plenty of room in your budget for some of your other financial goals. You want to compare what you can afford with the prices in the area that you live also, too. So these are just some considerations um, that I feel are important um, as a consumer considers home ownership. But I do want to make the point in, in closing that there are so many benefits to becoming a homeowner. And through programs like TSHAC um, and others around the state of uh, Texas, there's certainly plenty of opportunities that will help facilitate the process by providing education and down payment assistance. So I would just encourage all Texans to really consider 
home ownership and taking advantage of all of the resources available to them. Great. Thank you so much, Courtney. And and as we know, it's it's not always a clear decision of whether to buy or rent, but I really think that these five questions you provided are definitely a crucial place to start. And that's also why we suggest to folks to, um, you know, partner with a pro who can help you navigate those options and knowing your financial situation and the answer to some of these questions that we suggested really should help make that decision a little bit easier. There are also some good online simulators that can help you decide if it makes sense to buy a home. Uh, If you're familiar with the financial website NerdWallet, they have a great one that I found recently I think might be very helpful for you. Uh, So we appreciate everyone that's listening today, and and that brings us to the end of today's segment. Courtney, I, I can't thank you enough for joining us and sharing your knowledge with us. It has been a pleasure. Thank you all so much for inviting me. Wonderful. Thanks again, Courtney. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of On the House.